0: Hey, how's life? This is minister Joanne Williams from Grace on Display Ministries. Welcome to the Art of Successful Living. Learn how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Hi, this is the day that the Lord has made and I'm rejoicing in it. Are you rejoicing as well? I certainly hope so. We're continuing the preserving grace of God. Our title today is Preserved for a Purpose. Preserved for a Purpose. And we're coming from and basing this on Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. And that verse reads, and I'm reading from the uh, King James Version, Being confident of this very thing, that He, meaning God, which hath begun a good work in you, will perform it or complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, or until the day that Christ returns. This verse continues to develop the theme of God's preserving grace which ensures the preservation of his own. I gave an example of God's preserving grace from, last time from the Old Testament. And I was speaking about how God preserved the three Hebrew men, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's how this whole thing started, the preserving grace of God. I, I talked about what happened in their situation and how God had preserved them. So today, what I want to do is I want to give you an example coming from the New Testament. Now, you won't find this in the Bible, but since biblical times, this tradition has been widely held. Tertullian, who is known in church history as the father of Latin theology, because he was the first church leader to write his works in Latin. Most of his writing was in defense of Christianity against persecution from without and heresy from within. He had an enormous influence on the early church, and much of that influence can still be seen today. Um, He may have been the first to describe what happened to the Apostle Paul as a historical event. So, you know, of course, there were others who probably wrote about this incident as well, and I'm sure there were others. Uh, But we're going to check out what Tertullian wrote. And um, it, it is said that the Roman emperor Domitian commanded that the apostle John be boiled to death in oil. But John only continued to preach from within the pot of hot oil. It it didn't harm him at all. Another time John was forced to drink poison, but as promised in Mark chapter 16 verse 18, it did not harm him. So John, the head of the church in Ephesus at the time was banished to Patmos In AD 97. After all this that they had tried to do. They finally said. Well let's just banish this guy. John survived all of this. Because God had not finished with him yet. A revelation still had to come. While he was in the cave on the island of Patmos. John received a vision. The vision became the book of Revelation the last book of the Bible that would act as the driving force for evangelism in the church age. It prophesied the events that surround the return of Christ. John wrote of Christ's second coming, and he even welcomed his arrival. Even today, his writings inspire believers to participate or anticipate the glorious return of Christ. Two years after John's exile, the Emperor Domitian died and John returned to the church in Ephesus. The youngest of the disciples lived also to be the oldest, dying in peace in Ephesus at the age of 80 after over half a century of resilient service to Jesus and his church. It's impossible to retire From God's service. You can just ask John. At the time when the average age of death. Was much younger. John lived on to be 80 years old. Faithfully serving. All the while. God the Father. And our Lord Jesus Christ. Preserved him. Through all these. Dreadful persecutions. God preserved him. For a purpose. And he is preserving us for such a time as this. We are preserved for a purpose. Now listen. King David prayed. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. Now that comes from Psalm 16 verse one the hebrew word that david uses for preserve in this verse is man is packed with meaning it says in essence put a hedge around me remember last time i was singing about jesus be a fence all around me every day i want you to protect me as i travel along the way i know you can and i know you will fight my battles if i just keep still Lord, be a fence all around me every day. And if you don't know the title of that song or who sang it, it's Jesus, be a fence. And it's by um, Fred Hammond. Anyway, so in essence, what he was saying was, put a hedge around me, a wall of protective thorns. Guard me and keep me. Observe my every move, all my comings and goings. Bet you didn't know all that was... In that wonderful verse. That's an awesome verse. Put a hedge around me, a wall of protective thorns. Guard me, keep me, observe my moves, my comings, and my goings. He's saying, Preserve me, O oh Lord. David fully believed that God preserves the righteous. And scripture says, David was helped and preserved in all his ways. This blessed man declared, He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Psalms 121 verses 4 through 7. The same Hebrew word for preserve appears in this passage also. Once again, David is speaking of God's divine hedge the supernatural wall of protection. He's assuring us God keeps his eye on you and me everywhere we go. Indeed, the Lord is with us in all places. You've got to remember, he's with us at work. He's with us at home, at church, while we're shopping, when we're in our car, even if we're on the bus or the subway or the airplane or whatever or wherever. All the while, David says, God is preserving us from evil. He's keeping us safe from thieves, gangs, murderers, rapists, terrorists. He's protecting us from anthrax, smallpox, COVID, and every other conceivable kind of germ warfare. In short, our God has every base covered. He has promised to thwart every possible weapon formed against his children. Maybe you've been worried in recent weeks about a surprise terrorist attack or the spread of a deadly disease. God's word gives us assurance. uh, Again, you know, he gives us promises and he gives us his his word gives us assurances for these things. Uh, The scripture said, deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man. Preserve me from the violent man. Continually they are gathered together for war. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Adder's poison is under their lips. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked, who have purpose to overthrow my goings. The proud have hid a snare for me in cords. They have spread a net by the wayside. They have set gins for me. All of this, David said, is going on. You find that in Psalms 140, and, and that was the King James Version, but I didn't, I skipped around. I didn't give you the whole thing, but you can go back and read it. So Psalms 140, he goes on to say, grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. As for the head of those that compass me about, let the mischief of their own lips cover them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into the fire, into deep pits, that they rise not up again. Let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall haunt the violent man to overthrow him. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and the right of the poor. Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto thy name. The upright shall dwell in thy presence. All it is is in Psalms 140. So read that. At the beginning of this Psalm, David calls on the Lord to preserve him against violent men. The word that David uses for preserve here is different. It means... To protect from what is concealed. You got that? Preserve here is not be offense, but it means to protect from what is concealed. Protect from what is hidden. Protect from what is secret or done in secret or plot and plan in secret. God is telling us, I've got every area of your life covered, even things you can't see. Surely you can rest in me. The question is, do you believe you're being preserved by the Lord? Do you accept that he's protecting you from the schemes of proud, violent, evil men and women? Such men or women may be bent on destroying you. They may devise poisonous plans against you, but you don't have to fear any evil. As David prays, he said, Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into the fire, into deep pits, that they rise not up again. If you have trouble accepting God's desire to preserve you, I suggest this. Read Psalm 37. I never give homework. I rarely even talk about any homework. But this time I'm giving homework. That's your homework. Read Psalms 37. Read this Psalm from the beginning to the end. David says in Psalms 37, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. It goes on to say, I have been young, and now I'm old. And yet, I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful, and his seed is blessed, for the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved. Forever, the Lord will not leave him nor condemn him when he is judged. Now, I left out some of the verses and I left out some of the words for time's sake. But go back and read that whole psalm, not psalms, and you will see the preserving grace of God. Till next time, God bless you. We are good. The goal of this podcast is to influence Christian followers to lead successful or more successful Christian lives as they reflect on the love of God and the word of God. You know, it's one thing to say we love Jesus and we're going to follow him, but it's another thing to get up and do it. The question is, how can we do it well? The second goal of this podcast is to develop a deeper interest in and understanding of the Bible. Third, to encourage believers in Christ to not accept mediocrity, to encourage believers in Christ not to accept mediocrity, but instead to strive to reach their fullest potential in Christ. If you are looking for the power to endure challenges of the Christian life, live through temptations in our culture and gain insight and wisdom for decision-making and deepen your walk with God, join us every week and listen to this podcast. Do yourself a favor and subscribe now.